Welcome back to another, another arbitrary conversation. Okay. I know I haven't came out with a podcast in a couple of weeks. So I said, hey, let's come out with a podcast this week. It's going to be short, but it's going to be one of those short podcasts that has you thinking about what's going on around us in terms of this whole economic situation Not with just the pandemic, but also with how people manage their money. So, the other day, I was curious. I had a question. So, just like anyone nowadays that has a question, I decided to ask Google. So, that question was... let uh, Let me bring up that article. I wanted to know the average take-home pay for California. Well, luckily, Yahoo Finance gave me an article that was published back in October 13, 2020. And guess what? It told me the average take-home salary not just for California but for each state well I'm not going to go through each state I'm just going to talk about California so let's take a look at California California where are you okay Where are you, California? Okay, number 45 on the list. So one thing this article doesn't specify is whether they're talking about household income or individual income. I don't know why articles, when it comes to talking about the average salary or the average this, Anything that has to do with a salary, they, they should specify whether it's whether it's more than one income combined or it's a single income. So it's not really going to matter too much for what I'm talking about, depending on how you look at it. But. Let me just get started opposed to going off on a tangent. So California, the median income in California, according to Yahoo Finance back in October 13, 2020, was $80,440. Let me say it again. $80,440. The tax burden was $25.37%. So in dollars amount, the total income taxes paid was $20,409. So annual salary taken home, 
$60,031. So not only was I curious about how much the average take-home salary was in California, I was also curious about what was the average mortgage payment in California. So I asked Google again. And what does Google tell me? Google told me the average mortgage payment in California in 2020 was $2,055.81. Now this number was based on the average home value index in January 2020. And it was pulled off the website koloans.com so let's break this down so if the average take-home salary annual take-home salary in California in 2020 was 60,000 that means the average monthly take-home salary was 5,000 and if the average mortgage payment in California was $2,055.81, well, let's take the average mortgage payment in California in 2020, which is $2,055.81, and divide it by the monthly average take-home pay, which is $5,000 a month, Oh, wait a minute. That's 40%. That's 40% of your take-home pay. That's that's 10% from being half of your take-home pay. That's that's crazy. Why do I say that's crazy? Well, given the given the fact that 2020 has been a crazy year and a lot of businesses have been closing down or consolidating. Now, let's consider this, okay? Let's assume that Yahoo Finance is talking about household income, okay? So that means you have more than one person they're counting more than one person. So let's just let's just go with two people. Okay? So if the average monthly take-home salary is 5,000, let's just divide it by half. 2,500 2,500. So if one person loses their job, their mortgage goes from representing 40% of their take-home pay to 80. Think about that. That's that's crazy. That means they only have 20% left to run their household. And if they have any kids, that's that's not a whole lot left. Now, granted, if they lose their job, they qualify for unemployment. You know, so that's going to carry them off for a little bit. But when 
your mortgage represents 40% of your take-home pay, it leaves you pretty volatile for uncertainties like losing a job or a major expense comes about. It doesn't leave you a whole lot of room for things. And this is not taking into consideration other debts like student loans and car payments. No, no. I don't even want to look up what the average car payment is. In fact, let's just let's just look it up real quick. Just out of curiosity. Just curiosity. Oh, wow. Wow. The lendingtree.com says the average monthly payment for a new car is $550. Wow. And that was published January 8th, 2020. Hmm. I wonder if it went up in 2021. I know the month hasn't officially ended, but let me just change that real quick. See if anything pops up. Hmm. No. Couldn't really find anything. Hmm. So, the average monthly payment for a new car in 2020 was $550. So, if you take, let's go back and let's go ahead and we'll just add that into my calculator. Let's add $2,000 to make it simple. $550 for that car payment. So between the mortgage payment and the car payment, those two expenses and loan now represent 51% of the average household excuse me, the average household's take home pay. 51%. I haven't even gotten around to like saving for retirement. I haven't even talk, got around to t- talking about credit card debt or student loan debt. Wow. Wow. Something to think about. Pretty bizarre. It really is pretty bizarre information. I mean, anything happens within the household. It's going to cause some serious stress. Some serious stress. Let me, uh, let me Google something. Let me, let me Google some interesting reading. So, you know, I decided to Google something and I ran across an article. I asked, what is the number one cause of divorce in America? And number one was money. I wonder why. I mean, wow. I mean, 
first of all, it's not easy to buy a house. I mean, if you do it the right way, you save up 20% and, you know, you don't pay additional money in terms of what you have to, um, in terms of the private mortgage insurance. But the thing is, a lot of people, some people, can't wait. So they go through a payment assistance program. So they usually go for a first-time home buyers program or where they put little to almost next to nothing down. So their payment is, you know, more than what they can afford. And a lot of times when it comes to buying a house, instead of buying what you can actually afford, a lot of people buy what they want. And you start, it causes a serious issue. So when I think about things and I look up data online, it's quite sad when I run across statistics showing me that there's a lot of fiscal irresponsibility going on. So, yeah. Hopefully uh, you've learned something from this podcast. And uh, you can kind of take this information and kind of think about it. So when you go out and make your own decisions, you can hopefully make the right ones. So thanks again for listening to another arbitrary conversation. Thank you.